Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Muscles, muscles, <laughs> muscles. You have the muscles. Corey Pollard is back at quarterback now. Where's it the end zone? Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Episode number 38. This one brought to you by Viore Clothing, a new perspective on performance apparel. Perfect if you are sick and tired of traditional old workout gear. Everything is designed to work out in, but doesn't look or feel like it's so freaking comfortable, you'll want to wear it all the time. The product is incredibly versatile, incredibly soft, and incredibly comfortable. Don't forget their banks and core shorts, the Ponto Pant, the Performance Jogger. Buying Fury is an investment in your happiness. In your happiness. <laughs> and they are mm-hmm. offering 20% off to Believe Podcast listeners when you go to Viore Clothing and enter code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V at checkout. And that's V-U-O-R-I clothing.com. 20% off your first purchase. Discover the versatility of Viore clothing. And don't forget to check us out at somethingsbrewing.com. And don't forget to, to subscribe either. Follow us on Instagram at somethingsbrewing or shoot us an email to Corey at somethingsbrewing.com. Producer Dan, thank you for coming in to the airport to pick me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that shows real partnership. Doesn't it? I am a full-service producer when I'm picking you up at the airport You know what? You're o'clock. stepping it up. And you Holy actually brought cow. some things to the table for this show, which was slightly it's, shocking. Right? Um, <laughs> I did research. I appreciate like, that. Like, for instance, you were you were very shocked earlier when I said I knew that uh, UCLA won. <laughs> yes, I was also, <laughs> even though they didn't, because uh, they had a bye. But good job, Dan. Um, Wait a minute. Really? Yeah, they had a bye. Remember? Oh, God. I thought yeah. I knew something. Yeah, you're getting there, though. So quick honorable mention, which we actually actually didn't do last week to my favorite number 38, Mr. Kurt Schilling, legendary pitcher and openly conservative backer. I love it when political figure or sports figures are not afraid to be who they are. All right. And with that, producer Dan, we are off. Very very pumped up for the game this weekend and looking forward to the UCLA football preview. Oh. Can we make it four in a row oh, against the Utah Utes? It's going to be a tough game, but I know we can do it. it. Oh, yeah. So this, I'm pumped up about this game, Dan. A little bit. Yeah, you're, and yeah. You're, we're going to get into some of the details why. But before yeah, we do, can you give us our $5,000 AM570 ad, please? Oh, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Hello, Bruin fans. This is Corey Paws. I don't care how high Utah is ranked. I expect to swoop into Salt Lake City and swoop out with a victory to keep this winning streak alive. To find out if we did and to hear about all things sports and entertainment, check out my new show, Something's Bruin. You can find us at somethingsbruin.com. That's something without the G, bruin.com, or download, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast fix. And remember, when you keep a positive attitude, something's always brewing. Yeah. 
Could you tell I did that in a hotel bathroom? That's so f- I was going to ask you <laughs> if there was like a, a jelly jar that you sit in or what kind of echo chamber. Uh, I did it at the clearly, AC Hotel in yeah. downtown Denver. We're going to get to the travel section. Yeah, I can't clearly wait. Clearly not here in the studio. Um, so, uh, b- by the way, Dan, do you know what it is? So we're playing the Utah Utes. Do you Utah know, Utes? Do you know what a Ute is? Did you say Utes? <laughs> yeah, Utes. Are you serious? Uh, They're called the Utes. What is a Ute? That yes, they are called the Utes. So, <laughs> good, great, great addition. I like that, Dan. So, actually, a Ute is a as a Native American tribe, which is obviously somewhat you know is insensitive. Um, so they don't actually go by go by that. Their actual so it's Utes, which is a Native American tribe, but their mascot uh, is a big bird called Swoop. Hence, did you say you? <laughs> did you? But did you hear me say swoop in my ad? So, I did. So yeah. that was pretty quick. Oh, here you are. No, no, no. no don't do it again. Everybody's, everybody's saying, everybody just rolled their eyes. <laughs> right, like, that just watched, that listens to the show. Please don't, don't do, do that again. Okay, so both teams had a bye last week. Um, so they both teams should be as rested as you can possibly be. Um, yeah. And who would have thought literally four weeks ago that this would be a battle for first place? Is it really? Yeah, like no like, way. Exactly. Like I genuinely what are you can. Talking? How I, does that work? I I know, Dan. So if, That's if we what win, when you win four in a row, well, we've won three in a row. We, yeah, we but when win. we win four, exactly. we're going to win. Listen, it's going to happen. I feel like it is. Yeah. So really then do. we'll be number one. So yeah, if we win, we're, we'll be tied for first place. Nice. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Isn't it cool? I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So and, and our and our will our newfound success on offense stay on track against a very good Utah defense? So these guys are good. They're number one in the nation in rushing defense, allowing just fifty six yards per game. Dan. Yeah. That's not a lot of yards. It's not. It doesn't sound like many. No. And they led in their leading the Pac-12 in total defense. Really? Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is this is a huge opportunity for DTR to prove that he's matured. DTR. Uh, yeah. Dorian Thompson Robinson. Down to quarter. rush. Down to run. Rush. Run. Uh, <laughs> so he's going to prove if he if he's matured because yeah if we if we're not going to be able to run the ball against the number one rushing defense in the country it's going to be a huge opportunity for him to show yeah. how long he's come from where he was in my opinion at the beginning of the season. Well, Chip says he gets better every game. It, exactly. So it, if they stop our run like that, then he's going to have to be, or we will not win. Well, so. Is he going to be able to take what the defense gives him? Is Chip going to be able to call the same smaller set of plays that he has over the last three weeks, or does he? And, and hopefully, he has more plays up his sleeve that will aid in not letting DTR, uh, you know, make silly mistakes. And I hope to see that he has grown, and that he deserves to not be questioned as our future, because these are the types of games that you got to win. Mm-hmm. If, if you're going to continue to go in the right directions, direction, and I expect us to win this game, because if we don't, and it's because of the same things that he did to help us lose the first three, then the media is going <laughs> to turn right back on him, and the pressure will continue to mount. Oh yeah, and and we're, we're and we're going to have a tough time against you know the the rest of the rest of the games we're going to have to play. So we have rushed for over 200 yards in our last five games. Uh, and that's also, you know, hard to believe that we we uh, that we that we have been that productive over the last five games. But Utah has kept eight of their last nine opponents under 100 yards. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And we're going to need to be the the second team to do that to them. All right. So we don't need to go to for 200, but we're going to need to at least get 
cl- close to 100, hopefully over. Yeah. Um, we've lost three straight to the Utes. Oh, really? <laughs> what is a Ute? Um, and we in the last two have been over by over 31 points. Um, on the other side of the ball, the Utes lead the Pac-12 in rushing offense and time of possession. They're super physical on the offensive line, uh, and our defense is going to get a chance to also show that they that it's not a fluke that they've been playing better over the last three weeks, and that they're more of legit defense. Uh, I would like to see us play the whole game. I feel like we're going to need to against Utah Utes um, because I feel like we've taken the last sort of qu- half a quarter, the last half of the fourth quarter off on our last our, our three <laughs> victories. Um, their quarterback, Tyler Huntley, is he's said to be almost back or, or close to 100% after an ankle injury a few weeks ago. Uh-oh. He's leading the Pac-12 in completion percentage and yards per attempt. Um, we have held our last three opponents to under 200 yards passing, so we'll see if we can, can keep that in, keep that going. All in all, I'm predicting that we come away with a win, and this is one of those games that you know, it, and I, I literally, I'm so excited for it, but I'm trying to calm down my energy because, like, there's no question that over the way we played for the last three weeks and the players that we have, we could easily win this game. Like, it's not going to be easy to win the game, but we could easily win the game. Um, Utah is highly ranked, uh, but I'm going to be ecstatic if we win because I feel like we're like we turned the corner seemingly out of nowhere in in, in a season that was felt like it was going to be completely down the drain. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we're on a four game winning streak in control of our own destiny. Yes, I mean. You don't even know what I'm talking I about, Dan. I have no Dan. idea, but, but, you... I, but I do. Listen, I know you want to stay calm, and so I have a very soothing song for you. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I am ecstatic to watch the game. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to be ecstatic with the win. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be proud of a close loss, and I, and I can't even, even – I don't even want to say it out loud, but if we get smoked – and go backwards. It's I'm going to be gonna happen. super pissed. You're it's right. Not gonna happen. You're right. It's Dan. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm going to be pissed because I already started looking at flights for the Pac-12 championship. So, <laughs> all right. So Ooh. remember, let's let's idea. swoop in and swoop out. Okay. All right. Let's swoop it. All right. Very excited. Very excited. Yeah, you know, let's you know. Let's round out the rest of the college football recap. So, Pac-12. U Dub beat Oregon State, but didn't cover the spread. Uh, Colorado beat Stanford, like we said. USC came out quick with 28 in the first quarter and held off an ASU comeback. Mm-hmm. And then Fight Washington on. State surprisingly lost to Cal after their uh, Cal got their starting quarterback uh, back and broke a four-game a four losing streak from them. And, you know, I you think about what we just said about how we're doing, mm-hmm. and you look at Washington State, where they were like top 10 early on in the year, they lost that right. terrible game to us. And it just seems like they're just... They're yeah, in the complete opposite end of the spectrum as us right now, which you would have not have thought yeah. as well. Hey, can I ask you a quick question? Where, Shoot. What about Cal? Yeah. Uh, where is that? Berkeley. Oh, that's why I don't know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> really? I, where is that coming from? Because I don't know where – I never I know knew where it was. You know where the Cal team is, was from? No. You never heard of Cal Berkeley? I've heard of Cal Berkeley, yeah. I thought it was all hippies you and thought, scientists. You thought it was a different team or a different school? Both. Wow. Yeah. I don't know anything. You know, I was, I was with somebody. Actually, we'll get to him later. All right. Uh, he, well, when, you, when I say the guy's name later, when I bring it into the coordination, he actually, mm-hmm. I saw him in my travels, and he goes, does producer Dan really not know that much? Or is that a little bit of a show? 
And I go, <laughs> I go, here's this, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Yeah. It's not a show. No. Sorry. <laughs> so. Hey, I knew, uh, I knew John Steinbeck last week. You did, which right. was good. See? Oh, you see where your, uh, where your knowledge uh, lays. Yeah. Right, seventh so, grade. <laughs> next up for the Pac-12, Stanford um, uh, will lose to, to Washington State. Washington State will cover that. ASU will beat Oregon State in a close game. Oregon will not cover the 27 versus U of A, U of a um, uh, but they will be close to covering. USC will win in a close one at Cal, but not cover the minus six and a half. And for the rest of the top 25 highlights, a couple of big games last week. Um, got a chance to watch a few of them uh, intently. Penn State lost to Minnesota. And this is actually where I'm going to give a shout out to my man TG, who, was, who asked if you really are that dumb. Oh, TG did? <laughs> TG's just going by, go I'm by sorry, TG. I'm sorry, TG. I know he didn't say dumb. He, he, no, I, 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 I apologize. I he didn't say that. No, I'm, that I'm, was that was my. I shouldn't have said that. No, I understand that. He said, "Do you do, really not really, know? Right? A bet like you know that little about sports? Yes." So, um, who's and he actually TG surprisingly knew more about Minnesota football than I expected. He's a Minnesota grad. There you go. Uh, I hope they end up at the Rose Bowl, TG, and I and I love their coach. And they're nine and zero for the first time since nineteen oh four. No, no. Yeah. Wow. That I hurts. mean, come on. All right, that's yeah, awesome. The, Minnesota, Minnesota. Hey, yeah. He's fleeing the interview. Nine and zero for the first time since nineteen oh four. Wow. Hey. Ohio State, Georgia, Florida, and Clemson all won big. Baylor and TCU had an epic three overtime, overtime, uh, three overtime game, um, to for them to also stay undefeated like Minnesota. There were no touchdowns in regulation, Dan, and then there were four touchdowns in overtime. So Holy that was cow. that's an interesting statistic that right? very rarely happens, if not ever. And then the game of the week, oh, we talked about LSU versus Alabama. Uh, it was my lock of the week, which ended up being a big fat loser for me, uh, for us. Sorry, Goose. Uh, but a big shout out to Ed Orgeron, <laughs> who I've always liked. Um, and he had been 8-0 versus top 10 teams, but 0-3 versus Alabama. I had met him actually back in the day when he was at USC. And he's just... You know, he just didn't fit well with the USC community, but he sure seems to be fitting really well at LSU. So, uh, congrats to him. I, th- I thought he was a good guy then, and I, I, he seems to still have that same good attitude. LSU looked very, really good, but Tua starts out with a fumble when they should have gotten some points. Literally fumbled with no one touching him. I felt like it was DTR from Cincinnati. The freaking punter fumbles the snap. Hits him right in the face. Twelve, oh. then twelve players on defense negate an interception, and at that particular moment, you know Nick Saban is freaking pissed. Okay, mm-hmm. they got a failed fourth and short in the freaking Wildcat without Tua in the backfield. Okay, then LSU LSU's defense is clearly legit, but Tua deserves most of the blame for the loss. And LSU's offensive coordinator, guy with the last name of Ensminger. I mean that just sounds like wow, a, I don't wanna... sounds like a hell of a name. Yeah, and he's actually and he completely outcoached Saban's defense. So Ensminger is like a seventy year old offensive coordinator. Saban is like a almost seventy year old defensive guy. <laughs> so you know, don't tell me that you know old right. guys can't coach, right? right. But he definitely uh, uh, called them out or, or outcoached them uh, from an offensive play calling standpoint um they just literally looked like they could not ha, did not have lsu figured out and then a crazy statistic that came from that game that alabama has only had one team to lose two games in the regular season in like the last 10 plus years holy cow yeah 
That's pretty amazing when you That's think nuts. about it. So, and, and Saban says, like, you know, they, they take that very seriously. Uh, so next up for the top 25, Minnesota will have to continue to prove themselves against a good Iowa team. Yep. And actually, that's my lock of the week. Minnesota on the money line. I think they're negative. Uh, Iowa's actually favored because they're playing at Iowa. Uh, but that's my lock of the week. Minnesota on the money line. Georgia-Auburn, another big game. was actually supposed to be at that game, Dan, but mm-hmm. I had to cancel. Georgia will cover that minus three. Biggest game of the week, though, Oklahoma versus undefeated Baylor. We'll see if Baylor's legit, who's still undefeated, but I bet they get smoked by O. You, so let's go quick recap on the college football rankings. Do you got that? Holy you, God, shit! God, Dan, you're on point tonight. I appreciate that. Holy <laughs> shit! So LSU jumps Ohio State for number one. Then you got Ohio State at number two, Clemson number three, Georgia number four, Penn State five, Clemson six, Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Utah, Minnesota. I'm sorry, Penn State dropped down to nine. Georgia, Clemson. Alabama, Oregon, Utah, Minnesota, Penn State, Oklahoma. Wow, my uh, cut and paste was not working very well on my on the oh, airplane. Really? <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, I actually put money on Oregon to make it to win the national championship. Got yeah. great odds on it. But so, you know, LSU obviously jumps up to number number one. I still, if I had to pick it today, I think it's going to be Ohio State, Clemson, Oregon, and potentially Minnesota. You heard, yeah. it, you heard it here. Okay. Okay. So let's move the chains over to the rest of the sports update. Dun, 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 dun. Muscles, muscles, muscles. <laughs> you have no muscles. Okay. So, uh, quick NFL. Raiders won a close one against the Chargers. They're looking good. Shout out to the biggest Raider fan on the planet. Literally the biggest Raider fan on the planet. Bears finally won again against a backup quarterback at Detroit. Matthew Stafford had had like 137 straight starts. Give some more props to him for actually playing that many games. Amazing. Falcons caught the Saints off guard and dominated them. Everybody talked about, oh, these are one of the games of parody in the NFL, blah, blah, blah. Jets won Grant, huh? What do you say? What a game (laughs) it was in New York City that meant nothing, unfortunately. Packers back on track in a beautiful snow game, and that's when you know it's fall, oh, Dan. Yeah. When you see the first NFL game of the year with snow, snow. Oh, it's it, to Slay me. Sleigh bells ringling and change. Oh. From a sports standpoint, it is, so it is beautiful. It really yeah. is. Vikings outplayed the Cowboys in a great game on Sunday Night Football, uh, and you know it's amazing how much publicity the Cowboys get. They really mm-hmm. are America's team. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know why, but. It just you know they lose one game is like it, they get so much attention when 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 they win they get so much attention when they lose it's just so much attention. Ugh. Anyway, and then we talked about this. ESPN did end up getting literally the game of the week on Monday Night Football where the Seahawks ended up beating the 49ers in overtime. Russell Wilson says it was the craziest game he ever played in. He threw a pick in overtime in the red zone. He's going in to score, and in overtime, if you score a touchdown first, then the game's over. If you kick a field goal, it's not over. The other team gets a chance. So he's going in to score, throws a 
an interception in the red zone, red zone, which is the first time that an interception had been thrown in overtime in the red zone in over 25 years. Wow. Okay. So then, then the 49ers have a chance. They, they run it back like 40 plus yards. Then they have a chance to kick a 47 yarder to win the game. They, they miss that. Then they trade two, <laughs> both teams punt. Okay. Like this is, Seriously? yeah, it's like they just should be called the episode of overtimes uh, from college football. And now this game. So then the four, 40s, 49ers don't end up using up enough clock. The Seahawks go down, end up winning, making a forty-six yarder to win it with one forty-five left. So, and, or, and it was it was going to be really close to to do like kissing your sister. You know what that is a phrase for? Incest. <laughs> yeah. No, a tie. So they, they in, in sports in the sports world, they, when really? you're a kid, yeah, it's like a tie is like kissing your sister. Which now that I think about it. You've never heard that phrase? Never. And now and I've that, heard a lot of and phrases. And now that I say it out loud, it's a, I now I now I know why you haven't heard it in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think? Um. Okay. <laughs> so next week, uh, Browns are at. We're actually beating the Steelers when I when, when I was writing this. I wonder if they ended up winning. Um, and I still love watching that reality show. By the way. Um, you haven't. You haven't. You should Google some of that. What reality? And you're show? Some of your, the Browns. It's not a real reality show. It's just. Oh, it's just, just the Browns. Like, the it's Browns, just the Browns are, yeah. are a reality show. Gotcha. Um, but let's let me see if they won real quick. Um, so, and I really, I really only this next week. I really only care about the Bears Rams game because remember I said my buddies are coming to town. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, and coming off a of one game. So they are still coming. Yeah, the Browns won twenty-one to seven. Okay, so wait you, over the next week. That's your that's your homework, Dan. You got to watch. You got to pay attention to all the Browns. The attention that the Browns get. Okay, and look at the chippiness <laughs> that they give about the fact that they just beat the the Steelers. <laughs> okay. um, but this game, so the the Rams game. My buddies are coming into town for the Rams Bears game, and this game was supposed to be huge. Okay. And now it's sort of a dud with the both the Bears and the Rams being, you know, sort of shitty, way shittier than they were supposed to be. And I should have waited to buy tickets because the prices have come down drastically. I, I paid mm-hmm. almost double like oh, no, a really? month and a half ago because yeah. I just wanted to be sure. Sure. Because I wasn't the only one that wanted to go. There's a lot right. of people in Los Angeles from Chicago and, you know, most people. It, it, and then a, a plenty of people from Chicago would like it's like twenty degrees. Is yeah, in, in let's Ch- go to Chicago LA right now. Want, yeah. So, but the, both the teams are not playing as well. So now you can get the tickets for almost half of what I paid for them. Ouch. So, so I'm a little bit bummed out about that, but I I can't wait to recap because that's going to be another great weekend yeah. uh, with some you, nothing like hanging out with old friends. You know, nothing like it. Nothing like it. So NHL, I'm leaving that out for another week. NBA, Celtics have now won nine in a row. The Lakers are tops in the West, and the Rockets are on a five-game winning streak. Um, but we'll get back to more NBA later. College hoops, still a little early to get into much of that, but the Bruins are 2-0. and Nice. Uh, and actually playing UNLV tomorrow night. If Larry Johnson was playing, I would be going. Uh, they did c- come back to avoid an embarrassing opening home loss to Long Beach State. And... Uh, in the in the in the um, the first game of our new coach's career, so congratulations. We're two and zero. Nice and. So far, so good. MLS Finals. So Seattle dominated Toronto for another championship in front of a home crowd. And if you want to know why US UCLA or UCLA, geez, Freudian slip, why USA soccer sucks, Dan, it's because all of our, almost all of our players play in the MLS mm-hmm. and not in the UEFA Champions League. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So there, I at least saw, I recognize at least four players through. It, 
throughout the last like four MLS playoff games that I've mm-hmm. watched, mm-hmm. like all the best players in the MLS are the guys that are playing on the USA team, except it's like the third or fourth, fifth, sixth best league on the planet. Yeah. You know, but it is kind of cool to see LA football club be so have passionate fans. The galaxy have passionate yeah. fans. Yeah. And then Seattle who arguably has the original passionate USA soccer fan so congratulations to them i still i didn't have enough time to do my research on uefa championships so we're still gonna have to wait on that i apologize (laughs) uh but and then for our 24 7 sports fans who who uh, like to have a little more ucla the ucla women's soccer team has earned a number two seed for the ncaa tournament so let's see if they can make that if they can be the next national champion yeah the next national champion at the School of National Champions. Hey. Nice. In the Conference of Champions, by the That's way. That's right. So I was actually so we're as we move over and we uh not don't give me the don't give me shake it yet. But I gotta make fun of my brother really quick. So <laughs> my uh so brother brother Casey uh mm-hmm. had, was about to give credit for thinking of a new an, another slide song remember when we used to do oh, slide yeah, we used to, sure. so he's you know he's very critical uh of the show is and, he really yeah you know constructive well, he's brother he's yeah. my brother it's constructive criticism um so he had sent me a text message he's the one that told me that i shouldn't just run through the scores and i have to give more analysis oh god oh. yeah that's the guy so he sends a text message about oh uh just listen to episode whatever uh, you forgot about uh spice girls if you want to be my lover for the song, the sound, the 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 word slide, and so I l- read the text. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, sweet. So then tonight on the flight back from New York, I'm listening to it because I was writing the outline, mm-hmm. and there ain't no slide in there. Yeah, I, I, there's no slide. I can't think of a slide. It's, it's, it's he think, and I think he thinks it's slumming everybody down. Your body's all around. I think he thinks that it's that the that word there's is a slide. slide in there. It's not. I don't think so. So let's. So we're still on to shake it. So yeah, give we're me, still shaking. Give it. Give it to me. Shake it. 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 Skip an opportunity to no, get her in there, right? Exactly. Um, so yeah, so I don't like that. If if, so, if she's not going to be allowed to sing her old stuff, I'm not going to go right. see her anymore. No, who, who's saying she's not allowed <laughs> to do that? The bosses, like the bosses at the label, I forget their names. Okay, but don't isn't isn't it sort of understood that when you're performing in a concert that you really want to play your new stuff, but you kind of have to play the old stuff. You know what I mean? You, like you would think so. Yeah. But maybe times are changing. I don't know. I think the audience requires songs they know. Yeah. I, I don't want to make it weird. Keep talking about her. Come on, uh, Megan, Megan Merkel reportedly secretly introduced Hillary Rodham Clinton to Archie, which is started becoming a little bit of news. Secretly? Why? Yeah. Why does it have to be a I, secret? I, who knows? Who, probably the Epstein thing. 
<laughs> right. Because Hillary, <laughs> Hillary killed Epstein. <laughs> Carrie Underwood right. wore nine different outfits at the CMA Awards the other day. Nine. You, you know how was many she times? Just like in the audience, know, even she would just change. How many times your you know how many times your son's been absent from school? Nine <laughs> times. That's um, wild. The, <laughs> and, and the really big question is, who cares? Right. Did you see uh, Chris Brown? You know the one of the the hip hop artists. He had a yard sale. Did you see that story? No. Yeah, in L.A. He was all boxing gloves. What was it? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so he, uh, he, we all know he doesn't uh, wear gloves. <laughs> so he had a garage sale. Yeah, no yard sale. Oh, yard sale. And it was like lined down the street. I had, bet. had an LAPD and everything. Like no, the dude. Wow, really? It's almost like the, he probably came home. He's like, you know what? I'm going to get some new shit. Yeah, I'm going to sell this evidence. <laughs> get, let's go. <laughs> wow. So I just, anyway, that made news. And then, you know, the song for It's Cold Outside got a reboot. Did you see, did you read that? Oh, now what? It's it's even, it's like, it's almost a little creepier than the old one. And I even thought the old one Seriously? was creepy. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, because it's cold outside. People say it's a little day rapey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, so what's the new version? Um, or who's the new version, really? You should. Uh, we'll I, have I, to play it next week. Yeah, when we get, we'll, we'll bring it back. When let's we get wait closer. till it's a little. Yeah, let's yeah. not rush into but, Christmas. But it's been it's been getting a little yeah, play please. because it's just coming out. So let's we'll play it right. when we get closer to Christmas. So uh, can you pop up uh, from for the? I forgot to mention uh, what you call it. Hail to the chief. I like bringing up. Can you bring up hail to the chief? This. Thank God you're good. You're on point tonight, aren't I? No God. editing tonight, man. Yeah. You're like, I want to get the hell out of here. Okay, so on the politics front, so you you, you did see, tell me you saw that the impeachment hearing started. Who are they? Who are they, uh... <laughs> who are they impeaching? No. Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay, so you saw that. It's very exciting okay, for everyone. So I really haven't been paying attention because when we get to the travel section in a few minutes, you'll see why. Um, but it appears that you know the left outlets cover stories. You look like this is serious and going to be big trouble. And then the rights cover stories look like it's all a joke. Right. right. So I, I haven't had enough time to really get into it. I haven't and nor did I have I had cared to actually sit through some of it. Uh, uh, but I did Google uh, who is the whistleblower. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And apparently so. And because I heard apparently everybody know, in Washington knows who the whistleblower is. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Because I don't. Well, I don't know. Do you know? No, I tried. You can't find it. You can't find it. Right. So it's not on Google. So wow. Facebook and Google blocked it. But for a while, you could have caught it. So there's and now they're not. But now they're blocking people that have screenshotted it. Like you can't find it. But Wait Twitter, a minute. This, then, what is, it? is it China? Exactly. That's my point. Are you kidding? So, but if you were watching live feeds on certain interviews, you would know who the whistleblower is. It's been said, and then the fact that like literally everyone in Washington knows who the whistleblower is, but like the the um, the, the freaking you know we can't. I don't understand. Okay, I'm that. very upset by this. So it's gone out in the media, and multiple then it's been times sucked back out and is being kept from us. Correct. That's, okay, that's, that's exactly my uh, point. That is the most surreal thing I've ever heard in America. Exactly. That's what, that's that's why I'm bringing it up. What is this like the Soviet Union? Like I, what has I, happened? I just I, that's what I'm saying. So so it's like so that basically is like so some people can know, but not you, Dan. Right. You know, because that would be horrible. Right. Because that should be the end of the what world. What would happen? Like yeah, exactly. Dan would uh, say it on a podcast. By the way, did you see that uh, that? You asked about Cal Berkeley. You can tell me who it is. Uh, it's okay. You see, exactly. You see the Cal, Cal Berkeley? The Cal Berkeley uh, uh, professor that talked about how rural – you didn't see that story? No. About how rural Americans – Oh, dear. 
Oh, yeah, she, oh, she no. went off. Not, no. Yep. Oh, yep. Really? Yep. About, what, was it she? Yeah, she said. What did yeah. she say? Because she said that uh, rural Americans should pay more in taxes, that they're dumb, that they are just scared of the cities, and they should come, if they were smart, they would go to the efficiencies of cities. And okay, that, you know what? And that they also should pay more for health care because they're the ones that are costing us more money. She tweeted all that. <laughs> A professor. <laughs> Can you believe that? No, I'm in Can shock. You, what was the first one? That uh, that rural America, like like people that live in, not in cities, are dumb and okay. should pay more in taxes because okay, that that's the, that was the one that I was like, yeah. okay, what? Mm-hmm. Why? Why would they have to pay more in taxes? She's just in, she's just a uh, an elitist, you know. Apparently, yeah. So I mean, it's like it doesn't matter. Just because you don't want to live in a city doesn't mean you're dumb. The more no. I go to the suburbs, I, I live. I, I, I got to tell you something. The more I go to the suburbs, I'm thinking. I'm. I'm you think? Dude. You think Los Angeles and San Francisco uh, are are uh, are operating efficiently? You mm. fucking. Dude, it just took me tonight. How long did it take <laughs> yeah. me to drive yeah. three blocks? Yeah, LAX has got it figured out. I got to tell you something. Over the summer, I was in Michigan, <laughs> in, in the Upper Peninsula, arguably the country. Mm-hmm. It is so nice. You can buy of a course. nice house for. A tenth of what ours is well, what are, worth. Well, what are you, a moron, Dan? <laughs> they've got, yeah, I mean, they've got everything. Now, they didn't, the town I was in, they didn't have a Starbucks. There weren't enough people. Oh, my but goodness. You had to get, where'd you get coffee? At a, some local. <laughs> no, a local yeah, place? some local place that no. wasn't even a chain. Where they know your name? They actually did know my name. Get and out I had of never here. even been there before. <laughs> that was the crazy thing. I walk in and they're like, Dan. <laughs> Anyway, that's so funny. Uh, we got a little bit no, on a rant I th- there. I sometimes think we're the stupid ones for living in a city. I, I know. I just that that's There's so many people get out of the way. Again, that's the hypocrisy, Dan. Thank you. So Bloomberg looks like he might be getting in the no. race. You know, yeah, it does look like it. I know, but and no. then and and Hillary, uh, I still, I bet she gets in. Um, and by the way, have yeah, you, but what's she waiting for? I don't know. But so so let me just say that well, a couple things about polls, right? So they're both sides. Have make like are not afraid to talk about how the polls say that anybody. What do the Polish people have to do with it? (laughs) So everybody's making a you know keeps pointing out, especially the left, Mm -hmm. that the all the polls indicate that whoever gets the nomination, like anybody at the top of the Democratic ticket, is going to smoke Trump by like thirteen, fourteen points, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then, when do they ever actually admit or remind themselves that up until? Like two hours before, you know, Trump won. Literally, every single poll up to that had her winning. Right, literally. So, like, does ever does everybody think that we forgot that? Literally, like so two so, hours. Right. So you're, you're telling me that so now this poll is even worse in the other direction, and you know, we're just oh okay oh wow well, yeah thirteen points oh yeah absolutely it's a given it's a given I I will admit <laughs> just I like was Hillary so convinced right. That Hillary was going to win. I'm like sauntering home. I wasn't even watching the results. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll make sure that I see the big speech or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I get home and turn on the TV. I'm like, okay, what is happening? What just happened? Am what, I in an alternative universe? What is happening? So you remember the guy TG that we talked about earlier? Yeah. So I got to give another shout out to him. So actually, he was on the inside track uh, on that because he knows some political. M- some political muscle. Oh yeah, he actually knew that Trump was going to win early on in the day. Really? Yeah, because it had been decided by the Illuminati. So, no, by some genius uh, algorithm guys. That, oh yeah, yeah. That like figured well, they, it out. Right. They take into account 
uh, who all else has been stuff. the president and for how long and how the blah, 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 he knew, he knew yeah. hours before, which is kind of cool. Not like obviously official, but they're like, no, this is you can chalk it up like Trump's winning type of thing, That's which crazy. I thought was kind of cool. So anyway, with that, let's pack our bags for the travel section. Lots, lots of catching up to do here, Mr. Dan. Uh, Okay, so, yeah. Well, you know, two weeks in a row where I just had you, we had a placeholder for travel, remember? Right, so what what have you just traveled nonstop since I last saw you? Oh, are you ready? (laughs) No, I don't know. Hold on. Hey, buckle your (laughs) seatbelt. Okay, so let's start it off like this. So it was my 10th anniversary. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And by the way, next week is our one-year anniversary, which literally to the day. So you better believe we're going to do something big. Yeah, I bet. We're going to do something big. (laughs) So I started off. So so listen to this. So I started off. I wanted to go to Brazil for my 10th anniversary, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. My wife wouldn't let let me. wouldn't, Wouldn't let me. <laughs> Go by myself. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> so, she so, thought maybe you should do something together. Yeah. Right, so you know? she. So we, she, we. We settled on. We spent like a, you know three nights in Terranea on the, uh, the Pacific Palisades. So. I go there first. We she I, I was working down in Orange County, so I went there, and then she met me there. I got there first. I roll in, uh, and uh, I roll into Terranea, and the first thing I notice is a giant sign. I'm going to send you the pictures to to post. So the giant sign it says 10th anniversary. Huge. Holy, holy cow. Like a big freaking sign. And big number 10, 10th anniversary. <laughs> oh, my God. And I am such an egomaniac that I literally, <laughs> like, I, when I first saw it, right. I drive it in. I first saw it at the front entrance. And I go, and I had the thought that <laughs> I didn't know I knew somebody at Terranea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like. So wow, that's I amazing! I can't believe they did that. What so a great then, way to honor. So then I just so I drive about another you know hundred yards to the to the front to the, to the actual valet, sure. and I realize it's the Terranea's tenth anniversary. So, well, <laughs> but you better believe we got I got a lot of kick out of that. Right. right. So then listen. Hey, what, did, what did Christine think when she saw the sign? <laughs> she did not think the same thing oh, as me. Oh darn it! But I did say, did you notice the signs? <laughs> right. I put them all up for you. <laughs> all right. So then uh, Friday. So Friday, I get a helicopter, right? It says a nice little humble brag. Are you kidding? So I get a helicopter. I didn't fly it. We got a helicopter and a pilot basically pick us up uh, practically at our hotel and then chopper us over Friday afternoon traffic to uh, to where we got married in Temecula, right? Wow. So on the way there, like she, like Christine does not like flying in little little helicopters mm-hmm. like that. Like mm-hmm. we've done that before. But I was like, you know what? I'm not sitting in traffic. Like, if I'm right. not going to Brazil, I'm not going to send traffic, right? right. So this, this guy running a little late, and they, we, they had to change everything because there was going to be an air show, air show's practice in Temecula or something at the Temecula airport. Oh, sure. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, you know. Makes sense. You guys just find that out? So they got to hurry up and get here. So we get there, and I'm trying to talk in the headphones to the guy, mm-hmm. and, and it, Christine's like, like, keeps giving me this look like, will you shut up? Because apparently what I keep bringing up is is the fact that, you know, we're in this little piece, like this seemingly little thing of metal flying at 150 <laughs> miles an hour, 10,000 feet above the ground. Right, right. And at any moment, it could just stop working or just fall straight down and die. <laughs> and so I kept asking the things like, you know, so what happens if, so you what know, happens if so what happens stops? if this, uh, you know, if this thing doesn't keep working? And so we <laughs> talked about the key, right? So it's like, it mentions the key. <laughs> Does it have a key? Yeah. So I said, well, what if you lose the key? He's like, actually, you'd be surprised. A helicopter key you can get remade for like 
two dollars at any Home Depot. And I was like, I'm like, he's like, he's like, my he's, my, my Lexus, uh, my electric key or my laser cut key from Lexus right. costs like seven hundred dollars. Yeah. He goes, well, and, and then I'm like, really? That sounds that's hard to believe. Like, how could a freaking helicopter? He goes, right. He just goes, nobody. He just looks back as he's flying over L- Long Beach Harbor. He's he goes, you know, nobody really steals helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that's good. He's to got know. a point, right? right. But that's so, good to know. We could maybe, uh, you know, <laughs> right? So my wife hated me on the right way out, sure. but after you know three wineries, she, <laughs> she on the way back sort of loosened up a little, loosened bit. up a little yeah. bit, and actually that we were flying back at sunset. It was Ooh. spectacular. I'm gonna, I'll send a couple of pictures. It's just spectacular, right? And a big thanks to my mom and dad for coming out, out to help with the kids. Uh, you know, especially my mom. She's doing a bunch, and it and it really shows. And uh, and I get you. You got to remember, patience is definitely a virtue. So, mm. so then land, come back on Friday on Sunday. I fly to Reno. I land at like eleven o'clock because I didn't want to just bail on my, as soon as I got back from Terranea mm-hmm. with my parents and was still want to say hi to them for a little while. Land at Reno at 11 p.m., drive from Reno Airport to Lake Tahoe, which usually takes about 45 minutes. I did it in less than 30, okay? <laughs> I had a black Cadillac. Oh. Right? Like, you know, just brights on the whole way. Nice. But I didn't care. Jam into 80s music the whole time. <laughs> then have meetings on Monday morning, fly to Vegas for dinner Monday night. As I'm about to check into the Cosmopolitan, I get an email that my room has been canceled. So now with two more Wait, people. So really? two more people, I get to the front desk. I go, what is going on uh, here? Yeah, since when? And he's and I hear someone say, we're all booked. You know, we're full. I'm like, no, no freaking way. Like, I only have a couple minutes. I got to get a couple things done for work before I got to show up at a dinner meeting. No, I I don't care. I'll take the presidential suite if I have to. So anyway, getting end up getting upgraded to a terrace suite overlooking the Bellagio Fountains. No. Right? And I've always loved the Bellagio Fountains. So then I get to just trance out at the the Bellagio Fountains for a little while. Um, Then I go to a beautiful work dinner party that also had the Monday Night Football game on, which is cool. Nice. There you go. Um, Two birds, one stone. Yeah. Fast forward to like 1 a.m. I end up pulling the ripcord and back in it. We go in to like skip the whole line for some ultra club on a Monday night. Yeah, we were with some clients that were celebrating a big deal, and they they had a five thousand dollar minimum, right? Oh, so I'm like oh. on a Monday, right? Oh. It's like really. So oh. I'm like, you know what? This is, I got to get out of here. Wait, this where is, is not, this? Yeah, at an Ultra Club in in Vegas. Wow, like I forget the name. Like someplace like one word, right? Like, uh, like oak. I don't know. You know, like just yeah, something. yeah, some unpronounceable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something. It's just something that sounds cool, looks cool, right? And everyone. And this is one thing though that I will never like or appreciate. The hosts in Vegas think that they're, the, especially the hosts at Ultra Clubs, and everyone who's listening that's done it before knows what I'm talking about. Like, dude, or yo, girl, like, you think you're the coolest person on the planet because you hold the keys of this Ultra Club. Right. But this is not the only Ultra Club in the freaking city. Right. And last I checked, you're fucking working the front door at the Ultra Club. Right. <laughs> right. Okay? You're not the owner. We're, we're, yeah. And, and, by the, and, we're, and by the way, you're bringing us in, and we're going to listen to the music and play and fucking drink some drinks. 
okay, yeah. and dance our asses off. You're going to go back out front and find more douchebags like us right. and walk them to the front like you're the fucking Zeus. Okay, <laughs> I, I've never liked it. Always pisses me off. Yeah, because yeah. but and but then when you have a, like a host like that that's actually cool, right? And like knows like you, like knows as, as opposed to the guy that literally thinks. You know, right. it's like the thinks TSA like, person, right? Exactly. That like talks to you like you're the moron. Yes, and you're like I'm so yes. sorry. When's the last time you traveled? Yeah, no, never, right. Never. You know, but so stop talking to me. I just hate that. Yeah. I can't stand yeah. it. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so, um, all right for whatever. So that was my Monday. So then I fly back to LA on a six a.m. flight, and you know when you you're, like you're you're nervous about not you're sleeping through the alarm. Yes. Okay. So my I I set an alarm at four a.m. four oh eight four twelve <laughs> four nineteen. I set like ten in a row. Nice. And then I just snoozed the hell out of it for a good hour. Yeah. Like perfect. slowly waking perfect. up. Right. right. Um, so come back to LA on Tuesday. Have a couple meetings. Fly to Denver that night. Grab bar food at a billiards bar, okay, oh, in Denver geez. at like midnight on Tuesday. And by the way, Denver just feels like a never-ending Pearl Jam video. Yeah, I bet, yeah. It really does. Yeah. Like it's it's like it's it still feels like it always has to me and yeah. it still does. Yeah. Um so meetings Wednesday, then I fly into LaGuardia Wednesday night. Holy cow. Okay. Dude. Yeah, here, I'm not done. Have a great dinner at the Lobster Club in Midtown. And then I have a typical night in Manhattan. You know the where the one where you close your eyes and all of a sudden you open it up, open them up, and it's three a.m. Yeah. You don't know where the time went, and yeah. there's still people everywhere. Everywhere and you go get pizza at three a.m. Yeah. and there's like people in suits and homeless people and everything right. in between. Right, it's amazing that city. I, I can't. I still don't like it. <laughs> right. But but it never sleeps, like the it, song says. It I mean, really it doesn't. Crazy. It is freaking nuts. Yeah, I could never live there. I don't care how much money I had, and if I could afford to, I, I don't think I could live there. It's it's tough. It's it really, and I don't know how people do it. It's tough. Like the worker bees in New York. Like what do you like? Talk about rural versus suburban, right? Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. But but maybe they just can't. Con- they can't explain it. They can't control it. They just like they're drawn to it. They have mm-hmm. to stay there. They don't mm-hmm. think of it. They just want to be in the city. Like there are city dwellers and there's right. suburban dwellers. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, so next thing you know, like I'm, I'm literally do my meetings today. Go go to go to uh, JFK, and then you pick me up, and we roll straight into the studio. Basically, because yeah. the show must go on. That's Dan. right, baby. Uh, I, I I actually you know uh, stopped. You know, appreciate you letting me stop in and say hi to the kids. They're like, hey, you know, hey, hi, Dad. And where are you going now? I was like, oh, I got to go <laughs> do the show with producer Dan. They just said, okay, see you later. All right. So All they're right. already starting to get a feel for you know what what's going on. Yeah, you know, and I can appreciate they that. Know. They don't make me feel bad. So and now finally, we're going to cross over Brooklyn's Bridge for the last part of this show. We hope you stick around because then you're going to know. All right, since. I do feel like the impeachment hearings are doing nothing to bring us together, Dan. Yeah, as, that's not. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 an, and in an homage to my heavy work travel that we just got done talking about, uh, I'm going to do a top 10 of the places that I haven't gone for pleasure that I will before I die, okay. I promise you. Okay. Because if you don't like traveling, then I genuinely feel sorry for you. Okay. So <laughs> my point is, is like traveling, you got to admit, like traveling is a bridge. Bring, it should Absolutely. bring people together. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm sure that, pretty sure that everybody likes to travel. And the only people that don't like to travel, in my opinion, are the ones that say they think it's expensive, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. like when you get the person, oh, I don't like to travel. That's, they're just cheap, right? Probably. Like you don't have to 
travel most of the time, right? Yeah. Like there's, yeah. there's, you know, certain cases, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. have you ever heard of someone that you really care about that said, I legitimately don't like to travel? No, like I you've heard so. it before, but nobody so. you care about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, all right. So, cause if you don't like to travel, then you and I are already starting off behind oh, the eight boy, ball, I'm not gonna you know? So, okay. And I actually started reading another futuristic book. Oh yeah. On the flight to Vegas that f- Monday night. Okay. It's called have space suit will travel. Okay. <laughs> right. So I felt uh-huh. like it's all kind of coming together. Sure. Uh, and it is so good so far. So can you give me a little, uh, thank you. You really are doing well tonight, Dan. <laughs> it's amazing. I haven't had to point at anything. To you. <laughs> Feels good. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, uh, so, uh, I, I'm, so I'm going to give you. I'm, I'm going to be recapping the book throughout the, the throughout the show. Oh, you are so okay. Just picture this. Remember when we used to do the close your eyes, take a deep breath. Yeah. Close your eyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath. So picture yourself as a kid. Oh God. But picture, picture yourself as a kid in a futuristic society okay. where it feels like it's the 50s. However, okay. we were, were we have people on the moon. So it's the 50s so style. it's the 60s. Right, exactly. Okay. So it's the 60s. They're talking, the people are on the moon. Like the government right. has a base on the moon. People okay. are starting to travel all over the galaxy. But if you don't have a lot of money, then... You don't. Right. You're not going to get to travel in space. So yeah, this no. kid, all he wants to do is go to the moon. So he enters a contest to for like a soap company, where if you come up with the greatest f- uh, slogan for the soap company, then you're going to get a trip to the moon. So he writes like five thousand different slogans because he's working at this little drugstore in the summertime in a suburban town. Okay, okay. and he's got a father who who. They don't say it yet. I think he ends up, he's worked for the government, but he's like a sort of retired, real smart guy. Mm. So convinces his son that he's not getting smart enough at the school. He's going to need to, you know, try harder, do extra learning. This kid ends up not winning the contest, but he gets 10th place, which is an old spacesuit. Okay. So <laughs> okay. then he spends all this time getting it ready. And where I'm at right now, it's one of those, it's the E.T. moment where in the, and you know, in E.T. where all of a sudden out of nowhere, E.T. shows up mm-hmm. and the kids are in the woods and they're like, where the fuck, how did, where did E.T., right. how did E.T. get here? Right. right. It's exactly like that moment okay. where he, th- he's walking in his spacesuit in the woods, like practicing because he loves it so much. Okay. And he's, but he's about to get rid of it because he needs to sell it for college. Oh. And all of a sudden he's, he's like on the walkie talkie in his spacesuit on, on earth. And he goes like, he's like, you know, June bug to Pee Wee, Pee Wee come in June bug. And all of a sudden the, these two spaceships come out of nowhere and kidnap him. Oh. So now he's up in space. <laughs> Oops. And, and I, and I'm so, I got goosebumps right now. Yeah. Look at you. All right. Anyway. Okay. So thanks. Good. Thanks ha- for that. Have spacesuit. Have spacesuit. We'll travel. travel. And it's not going to take me that long. It's a very short book. And I bought it on Amazon thinking I got a new one. I got sent, got it sent to me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's old. And I'm oh, going to really? bring it's from night. It was written in 1958 and mm-hmm. it's. Oh my gosh. Really? The book is on the, on the front cover of the book. It says 95 cents. Oh my god! Yeah, isn't that cool? So, in, so it's already when they falling wrote apart. It, when they wrote the it, way. Uh, the '60s was the future. Wow, it's fascinating. Is this a children's book? Not a chance. Awesome. I mean, but I think a kid could read it. But but you would miss sounds, a lot of the things. Sounds cool. So anyway, whatever. Don't don't patronize me. Sorry, man. Um, okay. So anywhere it, it, here. Any anyway. Here we go. All right. Talk Top to ten you. places that. I will want to go for leisure travel because I think we can all agree, all right, that traveling is awesome. Mm. Number 10, 
back to Brazil. Okay, wanted to go so badly. <laughs> Number nine, Ireland. I... Number eight, anywhere in the Middle East for like a couple days. Okay, and then out, and then out before okay. you're waterboarded or something. Something, right? yeah. My buddy, uh, you remember um, uh, my buddy Chris from up in Reno? Why am I blanking on his? Uh, we we used their uh, the pictures. They had the picture uh, site, the baby picture site. Oh yeah, sure. Remember? I know anyway, what you mean. So <laughs> I can't think of it either. He went to Riyadh for uh, a convention. Ooh, really. And you know it's it's literally and, and it's not just in Riyadh, but there is the alcohol is illegal in Riyadh. Period. Yeah. Like period. Like you're it. in big trouble, right? Yeah. And that it's not all about alcohol. He didn't but, bring any in, did he? No, of course not. Oh, okay, good. I mean, I was just saying, like, like you, you think about it, like how much alcohol is part of the the you know, the American way of life. Oh, right. Right. Absolutely. You know, good, bad, Especially and ugly. At a conference right? or whatever. Yeah. You're traveling you know, around. Exactly. Open up the mini bar at yeah, least, and then you think, you know, just to relax or whatever, and then, then there's literally zero. So you have to. <laughs> so you have to be right. You're there. Just think about just stressful millions enough. Millions of people, and then you have to be completely sober. Right. Millions of. people. <laughs> People not allowed to, yeah, right? Okay, so number dreadful. seven, India. I, I, I'm interested in what that, like some yeah. of the aspects, some parts of India. Number six, Australia. Number five, Colombia. Would love to see Colombia. Yeah. Like a, talking, talking about beer and now, you know, like I'm fascinated by the old school, like cartel aspect of Colombia. Number four, Italy. Number three, Spain. Number two, Germany slash Austria. You know, mm, so the, mm-hmm, my homeland mm-hmm. where my, my ancestors came from. Yeah. Uh, and then number one is the moon. <laughs> so, uh, oh, really? So, and what I realized as I was writing, so you know, I was realizing as I was writing this, be, no, because I, as I'm reading this current book, and I've read multiple books about the moon, mm-hmm. it, there's no question that it's going. I will be, I, I, unless I die young in an accident, mm-hmm. I, I will live to. I most likely am going to live to the point where you're going to be able to fly commercially to the moon. Like there's that's crazy. Thought, there's no question. Yeah, right. There's no question, right? I'm disappointed that we're not already flying commercially to the moon, but and, and granted, yeah, it's going to be super expensive. But I plan on being. You know, uber successful. Sure. So, um, by the way, it'll be expensive at first, but then they'll come be down. Economy tickets yeah, eventually. Like, and, and like I said, maybe I can go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like taking out a policy now. My wife doesn't know. I've been saving. Right, I'm saving. Yeah, you've got a secret moon <laughs> account. <laughs> moon account. Literally, sure. I call it Bank of America. I want to name this account my moon account. My what moon do you think? account. <laughs> All right. So, but you also notice though, like you swoop, like the mascot was swoop. Yes. That sounds like traveling, right? It does actually. We we I did a lot of travel. You did a lot We're of travel. Utah. Like, I don't know how you did it. You actually. see how it all comes together? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So with that, I want to play. I want to end it up with one of my favorite songs that I guarantee very few people have heard. Um, just hit it. It's called "Somewhere" by Scott and Brendo. All right. When I hear this song, I, I listen to it typically when I started traveling. Silly Willy Billy is a million miles away. When I had a little mind that I needed him to say, but I don't, I don't know. Because I'm on my dad, I'm a grown up boy. Saving all my money, gonna buy myself a new toy. Just space suit. Gonna buy a second. Where I'm making up the words to a song that doesn't rhyme. If you can't see me, then you better leave a note. Wait, scratch that, because I'm never gonna be a home. Home. Such a funny little thought. Everybody thinks now that I had a ride. Nah, true. If you know what's best for you, shut my eyes down now. Can I get a deep blue? Sipping seven up like a whole grown man. Even got a beard now, got a different so Ran on a can of the land in the middle of my palm, and I can't admit I don't belong. Gotta jump now, it's almost 75 degrees. First verse is almost over. Bitch, feel the breeze. Got 
because you got to stay for the chorus. Because then it goes to what we always talk about. You don't really care when you don't know what it's worth, but you don't know what you're worth, and you don't know what you're missing. And you're right, 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 <sighs> Listen to the chorus. Listen to the chorus. Here we go. All right, bring it down, bring it down, bring it down. Did you hear that? You got, I know you. Beautiful. I know it was forty plus seconds to get to the chorus, but <laughs> then we also hit it with "Don't waste your right. time, right, right, always, right, in life." She? Ah, all right. Anyway, okay, all right. So, is it UCLA's time to change the direction, big time, in a way that we did not expect three weeks ago? Right. And we keep that positive momentum going with the potentially a four-game winning streak and a huge win for the program. Mm -hmm. Can you give me a Chip Kelly? We won. We won. Yes, perfect. You still that's an you get an A, no A minus, not an A plus. Really, you get an A for your editing today. We won. You get an A. Thanks, buddy. That was really good. All right. So remember, when you have a positive attitude. Something's always brewing. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Did you say Ute? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.